Hello and welcome to the Success Unscrambled podcast. This is Alvern. You're very welcome to today's podcast. I help women who want to live a life of time and freedom become wildly successful using proven organic marketing strategies so that they can finally achieve those lifelong dreams with confidence. I'm so very excited today. Why? Because I've got a very, very special episode for you today that will help you directly, that will move uh, if you have an existing blog or website that will actually help you uh, increase your website traffic if you take action. So the topic of today's episode is how to increase website traffic by 573% in seven months. Yes, I just said 573% in seven months. Are you ready? Okay. Have you ever wished that you could increase website traffic by maybe 100%? What do you think needs to happen for you to achieve this goal? As a part-time blogger, you probably have less time available to make a blog promotion strategy. Tell me if any of these options sound slightly similar or if you can relate to them at all. You've spent countless hours watching YouTube videos from many well-meaning traffic experts who would give you lots of free secrets. You search Google or searching Google for answers to several of your questions and it has become your second favorite activity every week. Your hard drive is crammed with thousands of freebies, checklists and cheat sheets. These freebies promise to help you become more efficient productive, and achieve your goals. The truth is, many bloggers struggle just like you because there's so much information available for free. In this particular episode, podcast episode, I'm going to give you 11 key things that I did to increase my website traffic by over 500% in just seven short months. Are you ready? Okay, so let's get right into it. So why is website traffic important anyway? Well, for many bloggers and small business owners, selling their products and or services online is vital to their success. Well, I hope all of them. In order to get sales, they need leads. These leads will eventually convert into buyers at some stage during the buying cycle. To get leads, they first need to have potential buyers in the form of readers to come to their website or blog. However, the biggest skill is knowing what needs to happen to attract readers or potential buyers to their website. Does this sound like you? At this point, you're probably wondering, how can you develop this skill? You want to really understand where and how to find potential customers. Readers and website traffic are one and the same. So if you want to increase your website traffic, here are a few things that will help. Number one, get really clear on your ideal client. One of the first things you need to do if you want to attract potential, the perfect potential client is to know them really well. Do you know who your potential client is? If your answer to this question is everyone, then you really need to dig a little bit deeper. Here's an example of a list of things you need to know about your ideal client in detail. Their age or age range, their gender, 
Where do they live? Do they live in a house or an apartment? What are their daily, weekly, monthly, or annual challenges? Outline their biggest needs. The kind of problems they are trying to solve personally or financially. Their deepest desires and dreams for them and their family. What are they? In terms of their biggest fears, what are they? And I'm not talking about spiders. I'm talking about emotional ones. The stuff that annoys them, what are they? Where do they spend the most of their time online? Maybe it's a horse racing site. Maybe it's gambling. Maybe it's gaming. Maybe it's YouTube videos. Where do they spend most time online? List the kind of items that they spend money on when they get paid. What type of podcast do they listen to? Which kind of software or apps do they use on a regular basis? If you have a very good handle on these items, then you can move on to the next step on how to increase website traffic or even increase readers to your website or blog. Number two on the list, write on popular topics. If you have chosen to use content marketing as a way to get the word out about your blog or business, then this step is so very important. Not all blog topics are created equal. So it is important to make a plan and outline the top 20 to 50 popular topics in your niche. Finding these popular topics every week does take time and patience to get it done. It is a skill that is developed over time. It's like exercising those muscles to make them strong. As a part-time blogger, you don't have many hours available every week to spend time doing a lot of research. In fact, you're probably wishing that there is a done-for-you service available one where you can purchase this at a reasonable price. It will save you hours of research every week, plus you'll be able to map out 12 weeks of content and, sp- and spend more time being creative. If you're interested in a done-for-you solution, then I may have something for you. Just hang on until the end of the podcast and I'll let you know about it. Number three on the list finding a big list of popular topics will give you instant pro blogger status but and it will actually get you um, take you from freaking freaking out to flourishing but the ability to blog consistently is every part-time bloggers dream that's number three on the list blogging consistently because it will help you to reach your goals faster after you get that big list of topics you will need to develop a schedule for creating content and promoting it. Bearing in mind that you will discover that you need to spend more time promoting compared to the time spending spent creating content. Here is an example of a blogging schedule that you can use as a guide. The question is, do you have a content promotion plan in place? So in this particular blogging schedule, I know it's a podcast, so I'll have to sort of um, give you uh, an overview of it. So I have five days in the week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And then I have, for each day of the week, I have seven slots available or six. six. It is six slots available. So every day from five, five to six a.m., you do your wake up and meditation. And, and then at eight a.m., you go off to work. 
At 6 p.m., you arrive home back from work. 7 p.m., you've got your family dinner. And 8.30 p.m., you put the kids to bed. So between 9.15 and 11.15 p.m., this is what the time you're going to be spending on your blog, on your side project, on your side hustle. So on Monday, from 9.15 to 11.15, you'll be doing blog marketing. On Tuesday, it will be blog writing and research. Wednesday, it will be blog learning and marketing. Thursday, it will be blog writing and marketing. And then Friday, you'll be checking your stats, looking at your goals, and doing some bit of reflection. On the weekend, I would say you dedicate that time for the family. Maybe on Sunday evenings, you might start getting ready again um, for the week ahead. But, you know, it's, uh, you need to spend time with your family. So I haven't put in a schedule here on, on Saturday and Sunday. Um, and you need to spend time resting as well. So, okay. So I hope that blogging schedule made sense. If only there was a done-for-you content promotion plan that is more or less a plug-and-play that can easily be implemented. There is a chance that I may also have a done-for-you content promotion plan, so keep listening until the end of this particular podcast. Number four, update old posts. One of the smartest ways to increase website traffic is by updating the existing content on your blog or website. According to Search Engine Journal, Google has this freshness algorithm algorithm that they, they use to determine the ranking of your particular content. This means that ideally you need to keep the content on your blog as fresh as possible to increase your chances of, of appearing on page one. Another key factor is that if a blog post that you wrote over 12 months ago is not getting the traction you wanted, you can give it new life by updating it. Now, there's no need for you to rewrite the entire blog post and from scratch, that's not necessary. You can simply update a few paragraphs, the title, the keyword, if needs be. I would be very careful when updating a keyword. The only way you should update a keyword is if you're going for... Um, a long tail version, like you're trying to get ranking for a, a much a less, yeah, less a less competitive keyword compared to the one that you already had. Um, the meta description and click the update button. It may also mean that you need if to add a few more paragraphs to an existing blog post in order to improve the comprehensiveness of your of your answer. You may also need to add. Um, media like images, infographics, video, um, that kind of a thing on your actual post. I just did this with two of my top ranking blog posts because when I looked in Google Search Console, I noticed that visitors wanted more details to their questions. How did I notice that? Because um, Google was ranking me for keywords that I didn't optimize the blog post for, and I looked on page one. I was stuck. I, I was stuck on the bottom of page one, on the top of page two for a while. So I look at other people's, the other people who were on page one. I look at their particular um, content on their particular blog post, and notice that people and the comments that people were making on their blog post. I noticed that people wanted a little bit more information compared to what I already wrote. So those two posts went from 
around 1,700 in letter 1,900 words to over 2,400 words as I needed to include even more information on each of those blog posts. Number five is guest posting. Just listening to that title you may, may cause you to cringe and I can tell you that I had a major mental obstacle when it was time to do guest posting. I made several excuses why I did not think it was a great idea and I even filled up my calendar with things that I perceived as being more important. I know that sounds hilarious. But after writing my first guest post, I was hooked and I did four to five in a row with one pending to get done. The benefit of doing this is that you will get exposure to your blog from other people's audience. Yes, you will also get a very coveted backlink to your blog, which is great for your domain authority. What really helped me was doing extensive research so that I was able to write, say, five to six guest posts in a single week. Boom, 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 just like that. Many blogs request that your post should be unique and should not be about something that was written before. They prefer if you come up with a came up with a unique angle on a similar topic as well. So if you have a similar topic and you just want to write it, just that's no problem. They have no problem with that. You should at least try a new unique angle. And that is what something that you should be doing as a blogger in all your blog posts. Because, you know, yes, your blog topic is similar to someone else's auto. 10,000 other blogs, but your unique angle will make it different. All right, number six, changed my WordPress theme. This may not seem like such a big deal, but let me give you a little bit of context. After changing my old theme to the new one, my daily traffic doubled. I know you probably think I, I just made a mistake there. I'll say it again. After changing my old theme to the new one, my daily traffic doubled. I know it sounds kind of ridiculous. How can changing a theme increase website traffic so drastically? Well, my old theme was slowing my site down so much and I was not aware of it. At the time, I was using the newspaper theme, which I thought is an awesome theme. It was so professional looking and it offered so many amazing features but it had a negative effect on mobile devices. In case you are not aware of it, Google favors blogs that are mobile friendly or ones that score at least 50 on their page speed insights tool. If you have not done this yet, head over to the page speeds insights tool and see where your blog currently ranks for mobile speeds. If you um, need the link, direct link, you can head over to um, my the show notes on my blog, successunscramble.com forward slash increase dash website dash traffic. That's successunscramble.com increase dash website dash traffic. So what theme am I using now? Well, the new theme is great absolutely amazing really simple it's you know all of the bells and whistles have been uh, you can actually go with a really plain and simple theme and you can feel free to check it out the name of the theme is generate press and i've left a link in the show notes all right and that's generate press again 
Number seven, I swapped the caching plugin. You probably uh, heard the title of that number seven and your brain switched off altogether. There's no need to get dizzy on me. A caching plugin is like the ones like W3 Total Cache or any of those caching. Some people say caching, so it's C-A-C-H-E, cache or cache. People pronounce it differently. So a caching plugin simply stores the information on your site in a temporary place locally so that if it does not have to make a long trek back to your website server. This helps because it serves up your most frequent use, frequently used pages or posts quickly when your reader requests them. Think about it like a restaurant that has a special meal or dessert of the day. They make a big batch of that special so that they don't have to make it from scratch each time. When someone comes in and orders the lunch or dinner special, then they get it in served to them within five to ten minutes because they've got made a whole big batch of it. And it might be just at the finishing stages of making of preparing it. However, if someone orders from the a la carte menu, the chef will need to cut up all the ingredients and cook it from scratch. The caching plugin serves the same function. It serves up your most, say, 20 most frequently visited pages or posts because they are stored in a temporary local memory via that particular plugin. So anyway, I changed over to WP Rocket, which helped me help to make my popular pages and posts load much quicker. Number eight, I moved to a new WordPress host. So in the last seven months, I also moved a, to a new WordPress host because my old host could not do anything to increase the speed of my blog. I did ask what else they can do and they could not offer any other way to improve the speed. So I was looking around for a few weeks and one of my mentors recommended Big Scoots. I had a discussion with them using their online chat facility before I made the move because their standard standard plans did not fit my required storage size. So I think the standard plan is like 10 gigs um, for one website. I have more than one website, so I couldn't go with that. And 10 gigs, I think I'm probably closer to 20 gigs. So I couldn't, I just couldn't go with the standard plan. What I really like about Big Scoots is that they are very knowledgeable when it comes to WordPress. I do not need to log a, t- a, lot, a lot of tickets but when I do, the issues resolve almost immediately. Yes, they're not perfect. They did have an outage once uh, since I moved in the last seven months, but they were quick to send a message to customers about the issue. So can feel free to take a look at them. I've left a link in the show notes. Again, it's successunscrambled.com forward slash increase dash website dash traffic. Okay, so what's at number nine? Well, I switched image optimizer. One of the reasons I had difficulty moving to Big Scoots is because my blog is full of full of images that were not being fully optimized. At the time, I was using a plugin that promised to optimize my images better than any available plugin. So as you probably guessed, I decided to run a test on all of the three top plugins 
that promise that they offer the best image optimization in the industry for WordPress. The three plugins in the race were EWWW Image Optimizer, WP Smush, and Short Pixel. Unfortunately, the only way to test each of these plugins is to install it and run it on the entire WordPress plug. After installing it, I needed to look at the results in terms of the percentage of the image optimized. I also needed to check the page load speed using the Google Page Speed Insights to see if it improved. This all sounds very extremely tedious, but hey, you don't have to do it. <laughs> at the end of this little thing, I can tell you which one is the best. I needed to do it because I, I just needed it because my site I use a whole lot of images for those tutorial and, and review posts. I just, I needed it. Anyway, I ran the test on all three of them. And in the end, Short Pixel won above all the other plugins. I decided to pay for the one-time 30,000 credits to optimize all of my existing images. If you need to optimize your images, then you can grab the link uh, that I left in the show notes for Short Pixel credits there. And you can do either a monthly subscription or you can do just like me at one time because you probably have an existing amount of credits you just need to get done. You do get 100 free images a month, which is, which is, it might sound like a lot, but you have to remember that every image you upload to WordPress, they will actually um, have eight different sizes of that same image, a thumbnail, a large, a full, a medium, you know, all the different sizes. And you can obviously decide if you just need one, one size, but the reason why you need different different image sizes is because you have to remember that people are viewing your site on desktop, mobile, uh, tablet. So then you obviously would need to cater for all those different size uh, and make those images responsive based on the devices that people are using. All right. So yeah, head on over and get that done. Number 10 on the list. I re-engineered. Pinterest pins. A clever thing that I did is to take a look at my old posts, especially the ones that had pins that never gained a lot of traction on Pinterest. Each Pinterest image was analyzed for color, image, font, and message. In terms of the message, I would ask a really simple question. How can I say what I want to say simpler? What can I say that will ensure that the message appealed to a wider audience? Is there a way not to use jargon, even if it meant not using the keywords? When the, an when the, when the answer is yes, I would try to find the simplest phrase possible. After finding the simple phrase, I will create a new pin and take into account all of the other factors like color, image, and font. Or should I say even say colors, image, and font? Yes, I would stick to my brand colors. Sometimes I would go off brand, but most times I will stick to my brand colors and they're very wide. I have about five of them, including white. And sometimes I use black. Black is not part of my brand, brand colors, but I use it anyway as a, as a basic background. Uh, in many cases, believe it or not, the new pin took off. It just took off without the need to repin it in several times or to pin it to many group boards. It just took off on its own. Sometimes the simplest things in life are the ones that have the biggest impact when it comes to marketing. All right, number 11, frequent pinning 
in tailwind tribes. Another great strategy that worked with worked well for me is pinning to t- tailwind tribes more regularly. If you've never ever heard of tailwind tribes before, or you just need to know more about it, you can check out my tailwind app review. I've left a link in the show notes. You can head on over to successunscramble.com forward slash increase dash website dash traffic and you'll see the link there in the show notes. So about eight or nine months ago, I noticed that whenever I submitted a new post to Tailwind Tribes, there was a higher chance of it being repinned compared to my own or group boards. Let me let me break that down a bit because it might have sound confusing. In other words, the new posts will show up in my Pinterest activity feed within 24 to 48 hours after pinning it to Tailwind Tribes. That is amazing. When I pin it to group boards or my own boards, it takes much longer to get reshared or repinned across the Pinterest platform. As a result, I incorporated this new habit into my Pinterest strategy, which helped me to increase website traffic by 537% in only seven short months. Now, rather than spending time creating a a podcast that is over an hour long, giving you a step-by-step guide, I outline exactly what you need to do to increase your website traffic by 537% in a course format. I know that not everyone is on the same level when it comes to understanding instructions or where you are currently with your blog. So to help you get the results that you need for your blog, I developed a simple course called Blog Topic Samurai. That's Blog Topic Samurai. You may have guessed that it is super focused on popular topics. You get over 52 weeks of done for your blog topics across 10 different niches. So in other words, if you have more than one blog, this might benefit you more. Uh, if you only have one blog, you can pick and choose. Like if you have a lifestyle blog, you can actually use all 790 plus topics there. These are the most popular topics in by niche. And it comes with an actual traffic score. Not a traffic score, but the amount of traffic that each of those um, topics get. And it's broken down by uh, pin, even shares, engagement on Facebook, etc. It's really, really detailed for each topic. That helps you to drive traffic to your website. So here's a brief look of, at what's included in the curriculum as standard so that you can have you can know what, what to expect. So there are seven sections in the course curriculum. And the first one is introduction. Number two is a 12-month blog topic list. And mind you, for each of the sections, there's a video except number seven. I'll tell you why there isn't a video for number seven. Uh, as I get there. So introduction has a video. Number two, which is a 12-month blog topic list, has a video. and I I actually do a walkthrough of how to understand when you're looking at the topics. Number three is the ultimate blog planner video walkthrough. Telling you exactly how to use it and how to make the most of the blog planner. Number four is a 30-day content promotion summary. So not only do you get topics, that you can write on that actually drive traffic to your blog or to your website, but you also get a content, a 30-day content promotion schedule, so to speak. You also get a lazy blogger's guide to video marketing. So exactly what you need to do, and this doesn't even take long, 
It is so simple. Again, videos are included in the 30-day content promotion samurai and in the lazy blogger's guide to video marketing. You get videos right through. You also get an established bloggers to share your, your, your content for free. It's a video that shows you step-by-step step how to get that done. And number seven is a course survey. So as you can see, it's not a very heavy topic where you have to spend like 20 hours going through, you know, webinar recordings to find the golden nuggets. I've taken all the golden nuggets and squeezed it down into these short videos. And as far as I remember, none of these videos are over 10 minutes. They're all short. Okay. So you're probably thinking, oh my goodness, that sounds like a lot. What is the course? Well, the 52-week blog topic list is valued at $97. The 30-day content promotion plan is valued at $97. The ultimate blog planner video walkthrough is valued at $47. The lazy blogger's guide to video market marketing is valued at $67. And the getting established bloggers to promote your content is valued at $67. Altogether, the total value of this is $375. But if you head over to the show notes, you'd see I have a link there that offers you 84.8% discount on that price and you can get it today for only $57. Sounds fair? Okay. So look, I know that you're trying to increase website traffic and it's a big struggle. It can be a big struggle for many people and this will work for you, even if you are behind on everything. If you suffer from mom guilt every day, every week, every month. If you have a hard time staying focused. If you get distracted with a bazillion things. If you're feeling overwhelmed or clueless. And even if you have no idea where to start. It is not your fault that you may not have achieved the goals that you had in mind at the start of your blogging journey. However, this course will help you get traffic to your website without the need to have a PhD in marketing. You can make up for the lost time by grabbing this done-for-you system that will help you to get, a get into a good blogging routine for the next 12 months. If you want to increase website traffic through Google, be sure to check out the handy SEO checklist. I've left a link in the show notes. Head over to success on scramble.com forward slash website, sorry, increase dash website dash traffic. So that's success on scramble.com forward slash increase dash website dash traffic. You head over there, you get the, the um, SEO checklist resource and you'd also get this entire uh, course for only $57. So I guess I'll see you on the inside once you've gotten in. Remember to subscribe to the Success Unscrambled podcast where you will be the first to hear what's happening in the entrepreneurial and digital marketing world. Your positive review of this podcast is vital to keeping it alive and running for the next 12 to 24 months. So please leave a positive review for us on iTunes, Spotify, or any of your favorite podcast players. If you're looking for a way to take your blog from barren wilderness to a populated city, then grab the Promotion Ninja course. If you're having difficulty trying to get your blog to show up in Google, then you need to check out the SEO for Beginners resource. If you're already getting traffic from Google, but you need to improve your current rankings, 
check out uh, my how to rank higher in Google resource. I've left the link in the show notes. Again, all of the links are available. Head over to successunscramble.com forward slash increase dash website dash traffic. If you're a startup or small business and you need to hire a virtual assistant to complete tasks such as social media marketing, blogging, keyword research, or Pinterest account management, then take a look at the packages I have available there. All right, that's it for today. Until next time, enjoy the rest of your day and the rest of your week. Bye for now.